0: You're now tuned in to the week 17 Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Amelie, Fourth from the Cross, and Stat Guy Matt. Remember, trust no one. Except for these guys. What's up everybody? Welcome to Week 17. I'm your host, Forth from the Cross. You can call me Fourth for short. And I'm your boy, Ameline, aka the Mexican guy. Let's get this going
1: stat guy matt here feeling a little beat up after week one but i'm ready for week two
0: awesome so how did uh week one go for everybody man i just want to go on and move
2: on to week two right now so you know what that means
1: yeah yeah it was a rough <laughs> week to start but uh, i'm ready to look past it
0: how about you <laughs> I, I yeah i only did uh i only did bad in like one of my leagues everything else was pretty pretty good so no, no. complaints here. yeah who was your standout player uh fourth my standout player, I mean Adrian Peterson, man, he came, he showed up. <laughs> hey, Stad, I know you're kind of down, but uh, yeah. Who was you, who was your player
2: for the week?
1: Man, I didn't have much to choose from here. I got to pick Aaron Rodgers, though. I mean, it wasn't a huge point total, but the way he came back after that leg injury, I was just glad to see him back on the field.
2: Man, he yeah, did, that was yeah, that that was sweet right there. Yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. I I, I was um, literally, literally texting my buddy from Green Bay, talking mess, telling him, God, ACL, out for the season, and just talking mess. And then he replies back, hey, look who's back. (laughs) So I I had to eat all those words.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Hey, but really, how about those Browns, though? I mean, wow. (laughs) What a way to put up a fight against the Steelers. I mean, it was a good game. Yeah, but my question is, here is, do they need
2: Bell, yes or no? That's my question. What do you think, stat?
1: Yeah, I think they looked a little flat without him. I mean, obviously, if you're going to tie up a game with with the Browns, who have won, what, one game in the last two seasons, you're hoping for better than that. So there was clearly some spark missing.
2: And you know what's bad about that? The Browns could have won it, and it's an embarrassment because that kicker, he's from Houston. And he missed that huh. sucker. <laughs> so I'm yeah, not repping I'm not, I'm not reppin him today. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of embarrassing things for Houston this past Sunday, but we can talk about that later.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. Or let's, you know, we can kind of talk about how the Jets came out with a bang, you know, Ooh, four lines. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, that's the reason. Uh, that's that's the reason Matt's in a bad mood today, yep. guys. <laughs> yep. So you think is that you think, think, think that's just a, a a rookie fluke, or is that the truth?
1: For Darnold, I don't know, man. It's it's tough to see that continuing from week to week, but um, who knows? I mean, it's against the Lions, so you, can, you know we'll have to see against some other competition.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to our next tape. Waiver wire go. All right. So for our listeners, if you don't know what waiver wire gold is, I mean, we're basically just going to run through a whole bunch of players that are on the waiver wire and kind of just give you a quick take on each one of them. You know, Um, if we think they really aren't worth the pickup, we'll probably call them fool's gold Reason why this segment is called Waivers Wires, Goat. So uh, first thing I'm going to start with is the QBs. I mean, the only injuries we've seen was from Marcus Mariota, I believe. I don't know exactly what happened to him. Any Any of you know? Yeah, I
2: think it was like an elbow injury. You know, but uh, Vrabel came out today, and he made it seem like it was in two, two series, and he looks like he's going to be a good-to-go for week two. But we have to see what
0: happens. Yep. Yeah. And I know Aaron Rodgers, uh, he was out, but, I mean, obviously he came back. I, I honestly thought he, like, tore his ACL or something. Yeah. I hate my words. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, first player I'm going to talk about, uh, Ryan Fitzmagic. What you think about that, Amelie? MVP, get the crown. Don't even bring Winston back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing about it,
2: Fitzpatrick is you get these, all right? You get, you get him like this for about four or five games, and then he goes away. You know, so my question is, Matt, stat, Matt, do you yep. keep him or do you just let him go?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I keep him in fantasy. I, I don't know what the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to do with him. If, if he continues to play hot, do you bring Jameis back? He's, you know, he's kind of a, you know, a problem. Winston seems to be, he, he always seems to be finding some way to get in trouble. So I, I don't know what the Bucks are going to do, but if it's fantasy, I think with a QB situation like that, you can probably do better. I mean, there's probably no more than 12 teams in your league, and he's definitely not a top 12 quarterback, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I agree with Matt. Fool's gold. Mm. So next player on our list, uh, Pat Mahomes. Texas Patrick Kirk. Mahomes, whatever you want to call him. Mm. You know, he had a hell of a game. Yep. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be a bust. I think I said that last week. Uh, what do you think, lean. Come on, guys. What
2: was my bold prediction? All right, when I was saying the ball <laughs> prediction, I was be, I was being honest. I was being being so honest about Pat Mahomes. Like I said, he's a Texas tech guy. I love this guy. He's in the come, he's on Shaw every week, guys. This is this is this is the truth. Pick him up, start him. I'll even start him over Matt Stafford. I'll tell you that right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like Patrick Mahomes too. I liked him before the season. I think he's still unowned in our league. He's better than a lot of other quarterbacks uh, out there. I mean, I'd, I'd start him over some guys like Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers even maybe. Uh, who, who knows? I mean, definitely now that Mariota's dinged up. So, uh, you know, he's a good guy to go out and grab if he's available in your league.
0: Yeah, after last week, um, I'm definitely definitely a believer. So next guy, Joe Flacco. Um, he looked pretty damn good. He looked like the Ojo Flacco for a minute there. What do you think about that? All right. He completed 25 out of 34 passes
2: for 236 yards with three touchdowns. But who were they playing? <laughs> yeah. That's right. <gasps> who were they
0: playing? Uh, Can somebody Buffalo. tell me who
2: were they playing? <laughs> yeah. <Buffalo. laughs> Whatever quarterback go, goes against Buffalo, you start them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think I didn't think Joe Flacco was even worth a look before the draft, and I'm not sure that uh, that this is anything more than fool's gold, as far as I'm concerned.
0: I agree. Mm. All right, next guy on our list is none other than Tyrod Taylor. So uh, Tyrod, he held the Browns down. I mean, what do you guys think? Uh,
2: I'll keep him on the wire. I'm not picking him up. I had him last year. He's gonna do the same thing. You know, no. Come on, 15 yeah. passes. He completed 15 passes out of 40. That's not good.
1: Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't like a Browns quarterback ever. I don't like most Browns players in fantasy, but de- definitely not uh, Tyrod Taylor.
0: Yeah, I agree. Fool's gold. Mm. Sam Darnold um, went out through 16 for 21, 198 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. What's your take on that, Amaline? Rookie of the year? What you think? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or, de- definitely. or
2: or is the Lions defense that bad?
1: Oh, I didn't think the Lions defense was going to be that bad, but we got a new coach this year with Patricia trying to bring his system over and maybe it's just not going to work this quick.
0: Yeah, I think it might be too early to tell for Sam Donald. Um, I think defense did most of the work in this game. And I guess if you really, really need a quarterback and there's nobody else available for some reason, then you pick them up, but... um yeah, I would. I don't know. I can't give him the buzzard or the ding. Really, it's just kind of in the middle on that one. Hey, we just have to wait to week three. Yeah. 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 Great. So yes. Uh, all right. Next, we're moving into tight ends. Um, had a couple of injuries at the tight end position. Not too good. I actually had both of these guys on on, on my different uh, fantasy teams. Greg Olson looks like he's having that foot issue again. Same one from last week. Poor Greg Olson. Uh, Delaney Walker also out with, I think, a broken ankle. Was that that what they said?
1: Yeah, something bad.
0: Yeah, he's out for the season. Yeah, so you're definitely going to need somebody to take his place. And the guy that you're probably going to start looking at because he, I believe, was the top tight end in week one is Mr. Will Disley uh hard in three or five targets for 105 yards and a touchdown. What's up with that? Well,
2: tight ends, it's one of those – I see tight ends like kickers and defense. You know, it's, you go by week by week. And, you know, to me it all depends who Seattle's playing. You know, if they're going to be playing somebody like the Bills, of course you start this guy. You know, but three out of five targets for 105 yard. That it, it, it looks like it's a lot, but it was really only three catches, you know, so I'm yeah. not – I'll pass on this.
1: Yeah, I'd be nervous to go out. I mean, it's the kind of guy that he'll probably get picked up in a lot of leagues, but I didn't I'd never heard the name before this segment. So, I mean, uh, it's it's uh, it's a it's a high risk situation.
2: And I think what's going to get the attention is the numbers. He scored, you know, and people right away, they're going to see him at the top. Pick up, pick up, you know. so.
0: exactly. So this is a perfect example of fool's gold. Yep. (laughs) So, uh, next guy we're going to talk about was, uh, somebody Matt actually highlighted on last week, Yep. Mr. Eric Ebron, yep. um, did pretty well. Um, I'm actually looking at him maybe for this week. I, I don't want to tell you guys cause we're in the same league, but I might go try to pick him up since I lost Greg Olson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like Ebron. I'll, I'll take him first. I mean, I, I think he, he was a talented guy in college and like I said, it never really worked out in Detroit, but, um. You know, he got a look in week one. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of touches for tight ends in, in Indianapolis, especially as Andrew Luck gets up to speed. So, uh, or or back into playing shape, I should say. He probably never takes him much time to get up to speed. But yeah, Ebron was lucky in week one, maybe. Uh, but um, I, I think he'll continue to get some looks.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to say much because I uh, kind of dissed this guy last week,
0: and he just put it all in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think uh, I think we're a, a go on Eric. Let's Ebron. get him. Next guy we got, um, he is available on some waiver wires. I mean, some people actually drafted this guy, but I'm going to highlight him anyway. George Kittle, uh, five of nine targets for 90 yards in the 49ers. Week one loss to the Vikings. What's up, Amaline? Yeah, well, to me, you know, that's it's, it's pretty decent going
2: against the Vikings. You know, Vikings have a pretty good defense. I'm pretty sure they're going to end, you know, the season as a top three defense and for him to, you know, get ninety yards, you know, five for nine, uh, you got Garoppolo over there. I'm picking him up. I think I
1: would. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he's. I actually have him rostered right now. Unfortunately, uh, I swapped him out of my lineup right before the game started. It wouldn't have mattered this week anyway. But uh, I may give him a look this coming week.
0: Yeah, I like George Kittle. I'd pick him up. Uh, next guy, he's pretty much a legend at the tight end position, Mr. <laughs> Antonio Gates. <laughs> um, only caught two or three passes for 16 yards. There was actually a lot of passes being thrown in this game. What do you think about this, Amalem? Pick him up, start them. They're going against Buffalo this week coming up, and
2: I'm pretty sure he's going to score about two touchdowns, maybe about 60 yards. That, that's my prediction, but yeah, I'll pick him up. Any, any player against Buffalo, you have to start him. You, you cannot bench him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Tony Gates, I think it's going to be a prop, probably be a popular pickup. He was popular in our league this past week. I think he got picked up and dropped a couple of times. So I uh, will see if he lands on anyone's roster this week, but he'll probably be a decent play.
0: Right. Yeah. At least for, for this week only. I mean, definitely roster him if you need a tight end. Uh, John U Smith. Um, I, I'll let you uh, highlight on this guy a little bit. I'm a lean
2: man. I'm high on this guy. I'm really high on him. um, I think he was drafted third round last year with the 100 pick, showed a couple of flashes. It all depends who's the quarterback, okay? If Mariota's not going to be the quarterback, don't pick him up. If Mariota is going to start, pick him up, okay? This guy last year had 18 catches for 157 yards. That's 8.7 yards, a catch, two touchdowns. That, that's a pretty good percentage, you know? So depending who's playing, if it's Mariota, you start him.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've got nothing to add to that. It's somebody that was not on my radar, and uh, I think Ameline summed it up pretty well.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, he's just a backup for uh, Delaney Walker, yep. right, Amelene? Yeah. yeah, I mean, those targets got to go somewhere. I'm not sure if they're going to go there, so I'm not going to give him the buzzer. I'm not going to give him the ding. I'm just going to kind of uh, leave it at that. <laughs> I'll give him <them> the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give him the bing for you, Amelene. All right. All right, moving on to running backs. So uh, a couple of injuries here, one that really matters, one that really kind of doesn't matter. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I think he's having some hamstring issues. Is that what it was, guys? Yep, it yeah. was a hamstring.
1: Yep, I think so.
0: Okay. Okay, so, yeah, he. I think he's day-to-day at the right. moment. And, uh, and then the other guy who was actually looking pretty good against the Texans was Jeremy Hill. He got hurt, so, um, I mean. That is what it is. I don't think there were any more major running backs that were injured. I mean, surprisingly. I mean, that position everybody's always getting yep. hurt. But um, I, first, first waiver wire pickup, I guess I would probably go for maybe is going to be uh, T.J. Yeldon. I mean, only because Fournette stayed to day, and they were splitting carries anyway. What do you think about this? Yeah, I pick asleep. him up
2: too. You know, especially if Fournette's going to be out, you know, a couple of times. You know, Yeldon showed flashes. You know, it wasn't he was a starter before Fournette came in there, wasn't he? Yeah, Somewhat, uh,
0: he
1: had his yeah, moment. And, yeah. Man,
2: yeah, he's a pickup for me. He, he's a he's a true pickup. You know, he ran for what fifty-one yards, and then uh, you know he had that touchdown. So to me, I'm picking him up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like Yeldon a little. You know, certainly enough to to take a look at him. Um, the thing is, you're probably not going to know how bad things are for Fournette until after your waiver wire passes in your league. So it's one of those things you got to put in a claim and just and just roll the dice. But I think you're probably going to find you're going to get touches either way because even if Fournette plays, it's probably going to be uh, the They'll be cautious with him this in the coming week.
2: Yeah, if you lost if you lost yeah. Bell and you didn't you didn't pick up the backup, this would be a good start.
0: Yep. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm riding with the team on this one. I think he's at least worth the flex. Next guy we have is Philip Um Basically, him and Freeman kind of split carries. I think he actually got more touches than Freeman. Put up uh, more production than Freeman, and he had a touchdown. What's up on this? All right, I'm uh, you
2: talk about University of Colorado right here, um, man. I'm picking him up. You know, I know he's going to be high. but Like I said, you know, it, it's 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 one of those that you keep him, you stash him, just in case. All right, because if, if if by any means Freeman gets hurt, there's no way Booker is going to be the starter. It will be this guy. So I'm picking him up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I think I mentioned last week that Denver running backs always kind of scare me. This is probably a good example. You got a couple of guys that both could be the guy if they were just given a chance, but they're probably going to continue to split these guys as long as they both stay healthy. So, as much as I like the production, I mean, I don't know if you can count on it from week to week.
0: Yeah, uh, do you think it's worth a flex, Matt?
1: Um, I mean, if, if you're if you if you've got some room at running back, it, you can certainly do worse than this guy as your number three.
0: Great. Yeah, I'm not going to give this guy the ding or the buzzer. I mean, it's just one week. Um, I think, uh, I mean, yeah, you can stash him if you have room. Mm -hmm. Why not? But uh, for now, just leave him as is. We'll leave him floating. Uh, Next guy we got, Austin Eckler, Um, back up to Melvin Gordon. It looks like he caught five of five targets for 87 yards and a touchdown. Um, Also adding five carries for 39 additional yards. So it looks like they really like this guy as a receiver. What's up, yeah, i yeah, I'm maybe a flex. You know, I don't see him as a
2: starting running back, but you know, you might put him at flex, if, maybe on a bye or something. But you know, it's but that's pretty impressive five for five, 87 yards, and a touchdown, you know, with Melvin Gordon.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was surprised to see how much usage he got. I mean, five carries isn't a lot. I mean, you're gonna have to count on him continuing to get you know, looks in the passing game. Uh, but as long as that happens uh, with those, these kind of numbers, he's certainly worth a start in a lot of leagues.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's a, he's a pretty electric player, I guess is the best way to describe him. Um, I don't know how he would do in a feature role if Melvin Gordon yeah. ever got hurt. But I mean, if you got room on your roster, i say stash him. Uh, I can't really pronounce this next guy. Let's all take a guess. <laughs> like,
1: is it Naheem?
0: All right. That sounds pretty good. Naeem Hines. Go. That's what we we're going to call him. All right. So
2: yeah. Naeem. Hey, but the question uh, is are we going to hear his name enough to be able to pick him up, though? Great question.
0: Yeah. Great question. He rushed five times for 19 yards, caught seven of nine targets for only 33 yards, yeah. though. Um, yeah. I don't know about this guy. I'm not feeling him. Yeah. Me either. I think once uh,
2: Merlin Mack comes back from his injury, you know, Merlin Mack's going to take the duties and he'll be the starter. So, no, I'm not picking him up.
1: Yeah, he. I mean, he got a lot of touches. I mean, five carries isn't a ton. Nine targets is pretty good, but didn't turn it into a lot of yards. It just looks like probably a lot of abuse.
0: Yeah, fool's gold, guys. Mm. All right, moving on. So now we'll cover a couple of wide receivers. Let's see, injuries this week. We got uh, poor Doug Baldwin. Man, laid up the goose egg. Uh, Marquise Goodwin same thing (laughs) and Deshaun Jackson actually produced enough yards and touchdowns for the both of them but he got injured as well Um, so uh, he's actually the first guy on my list because of course he's gonna be a hot commodity it's only a concussion I mean I say that it's not like it's not a big deal but I mean I guess it is kind of a big deal he could be back within the week or maybe a couple weeks but do you want to pick this guy up on the lane?
2: As long as Fitzpatrick is the quarterback, I'm picking him up and I, I will be starting. One thing about Fitzpatrick is if he's on point, he's going to he's gonna be passing the ball around. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a running back, tight end, wide receiver. shit, Even the O-lineman, if the O-lineman's out there, he'll pass that ball. So, yeah, I'm picking him up. Deshaun Jackson, if he is healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like Deshaun Jackson. I mean, clearly he's getting a little bit older, but certainly didn't seem to affect his performance this past week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't agree with either one of you guys. I, I don't know, man. I mean, yes, he does have these games every now and then, but he's not consistent at all. And I honestly do not think he's worth. I, I don't want to say a roster spot. I guess you can keep him on your bench as like a backup receiver for bye weeks or injuries that come up. Hey, But you don't think but you don't um, think hey, it's probably the quarterback that was causing that? Mm, man that's a that's a good question i guess we'll have to wait and see so i'm not going to give this guy the buzzer and i'm not going to give him the (laughs) ding sound but this is uh this is yet to be determined you guys have all of our takes and information so you know make it based off that uh next guy i actually have this guy rostered i think i drafted him with my last pick in the draft chris godwin um i think he is more of a real deal guy more consistent he's already showed flashes you know uh last season and i think this season he's really going to step up more um talk to me well, only. the only negative
2: thing he had this week was that fumble yeah he, he did recover it back but you know you know he had what three four three or four targets for 41 yards and i think he had a touchdown too and this is this goes back to deshaun jackson to deshaun jackson, deshaun jackson is hurt then yeah you pick up good you know Godwin, but it all depends what Jackson does because Jackson's going to continue to be that number two there. Like I said earlier too, Fitzpatrick, he passes the ball around. So, you know, he might be that pickup. So I'm not picking him
1: up. Yeah, there's only so many targets to go around, you know, within this offense. And you've got Mike Evans up top. I think Godwin and Jackson were going to kind of be those next two guys. But Jackson had more catches than Godwin even had targets, I think. So uh, you've also got, uh, you know, a tight end in the mix. So um, I don't know, a little bit risky.
0: Yeah, see, to me, Godwin was uh, one of the first ones on the board as far as scoring this week uh, for the Bucks and uh, Deshaun Jackson. I feel like all his production kind of came when they were already, uh, you know, out of reach. I guess that that game was never uh, out of reach. (laughs) That was that that was a crazy game. It was up and down. You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, at times, I mean, they, I don't know. They were just playing catch-ups the whole time and they weren't getting close. So, <laughs> but yeah, I understand what you're saying. So, uh, Chris Godwin, I guess we're not going to give him the buzzer. We're not <laughs> going to give him the ding either. You know, you got your information, everybody. Pick him up if you want to. Uh, Dante Pettis, uh, he's basically, I guess, going to be the the fill-in for Marquise Goodwin. From what it looks like, caught two or five targets for sixty one yards and one touchdown. Uh I personally say don't waste your time on this one. Yeah, Talk I'm not wasting my
2: time. Even though his dad's the third base coach to the Houston Astros, <laughs> you know. But he, he lost he, <laughs> like he literally lost a job to Trent Taylor in the preseason. You know, the only reason he was getting plenty of time is because good, you know, you know, my boy from UT, ex Olympian, got hurt. You know, though, no, I'm not picking him up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we saw a little bit in Week One, kind of how Garoppolo might spread the ball a little bit. Um, so I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of targets for Pettis. He seems to be throwing a lot to a tight end. Uh, they've also got some other receiver options there. So you know, depending on how long that injury is going to take Goodwin out of things, uh, I'm not sure that he's this guy's worth a spot.
0: All right, I think uh, we all agree. Yeah. Fools go. <laughs> All right, next guy we got uh, Tyler Lockett, um, fifty nine yards and a touchdown. But I also want to highlight on Brandon Marshall, uh, forty six yards and a touchdown. I mean, Amaline, who are you going? Man, I'm for? not picking none of them up. I, I
2: really, I can't. You know, it's just Tyler Lockett's been there for a couple of years now. I think I, did the Texans try to draft him? All right, back to this. But yeah, no, I'm not picking him up or Brandon Marshall. So I'm I'm passing on both of them. Even with Baldwin being out, I'm passing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if, if you're going to pick one of the two, I seem to like Brandon Marshall a little bit. He got a couple more targets. He didn't turn it to, into as many yards, but still got a score. Um, somebody's got to catch the ball in Seattle, so you just got to figure out which of these two guys you think the better pickup is.
0: Yeah, I think Russell kind of likes the, uh, the bigger target, especially now that Jimmy Graham's gone. Um, like mamalio said, Lockett's been there. We really know what he's about, so I think we're going to – Call fool's gold on Tyler
1: Lockett
0: and Brandon Marshall gets all the right. Game. Toss up hey, but you know, but they are going yeah. against the
2: Bears defense next
1: week, so we'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah, all right. So, uh, John Brown caught three or four targets for 44 yards and a touchdown in week one. My personal take on John Brown, I mean, that was against Buffalo. Don't you feel like that should have been a lot more? You know, what do you think? Well, I mean? during recap we Brown was
2: getting praise. He was getting praise, you know, and I don't know. He went out there, you know. Joe Flacco, it's Joe Flacco again, you know, against the Buffalo Bills. I, this is like the fourth time I've done said this already, you know. But it's, I don't. If if you really need a wide receiver and you're gonna get this guy, you're in pretty bad shape. I, I really think you're in pretty pretty bad shape. So he's only had a one season with a thousand yards, and that was back in 2015. You know, so no, I'm giving them the yeah. buzzer.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think we already kind of talked about how we didn't think Flacco was the real deal. A lot of that Baltimore production week one was a product of the Buffalo defense. It, like, like Ameline said, if you need a Baltimore receiver on your team and his name isn't Michael Crabtree, you're probably doing something wrong. Call it. Yeah. Let's it, call Go this fool's bullet.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, Philip Dorsett, seven of seven targets. Oh, perfect. But it's only 66 yards and a touchdown. Um, Talk to me on link. Was uh, Kevin Johnson covering him? Huh. Was... <laughs> that 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 might be uh, what contributed to know, that. Uh, nah, uh,
2: yeah, Kevin Johnson was covering on one of those. He was Kevin Johnson was covering him on the second on that t- that second touchdown. that he let go. No, that was just product of Kevin Johnson. So I'm not picking him
1: up. <laughs> yeah, Ke- Kevin Johnson had a hard time. I think staying conscious during that game. So it was a it was a rough all around. Philip Dorsett, though, I don't know, looks like he could be coming around to what we had hoped to see from him when he was drafted back in 2015. He was a former first-round pick. It's never a bad thing to catch every single pass that Tom Brady throws your way. He's going to remember that when they review film this next, you know, this coming week. And I think he'll probably get a, a decent number of looks this coming week, too.
2: Yeah, but it's always been kind of, uh, kind of tricky when you are going with them wide receivers from, you know, from New England. Yeah. Because it's the same thing, you know, like Chris Hogan was dead this week. They didn't do much. But I guarantee he's going to go off next week. And, then, sure. and then the way I see it is Dorset, he's probably going to be quiet this coming week. He'll probably be quiet for four weeks and he'll just come out of week six with a monster game. You know, uh, so I, I, that, that's just yeah. my opinion, um, you know, on this Dorset guy. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, that's that's the Patriots. They spread the ball. I mean, the star guy there is Rob Gronkowski. That's the only one you can depend on. I'm going to go ahead and call this fool's gold. You okay with I that? Know.
1: I don't know. Pull the trigger.
0: No, <laughs> no. Um, pull the trigger. Mm. All right. Uh Ted Ginn earned five catches, sixty-eight yards and a touchdown. I mean, I like Ted Ginn, you know, he comes through pretty clutch here and there. You know, I've used him in my fantasy squads from time to time, but uh you know, he is what he is, man. He's a flex and pretty matchup based. Talk to yeah, me on that.
2: And it was uh and one of the reasons he probably got sixty yard yards because they were playing from behind almost the whole time. So they didn't really have too much time to throw, you know, run the ball. So they kept throwing and throwing and throwing. So, you know, maybe a flex, you know, but these, you know, five catches, 68 yards, that's pretty good for, you know, 11 points, you know, if you're in PPR, but, and then the touchdown too. So maybe in PPR, I'll start them on a flex, but in a standard league, I'm not picking them up.
1: Yeah. Ted Ginn, I mean, good numbers in week one, but um, yeah. Who knows? It was a weird game between the Saints and the Bucks. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Tough to tough to draw any real definitive conclusions from that game.
2: Yeah, it was a shootout, you know. Yeah. So it's we'll see. But I'm not I'm not wasting a roster
0: spot on him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree with you guys. So like, fools go. Uh, next guys, we're going to be very quick. Cole Beasley, seven to eight targets for seventy three. Amalio, go ahead and call it.
2: Cowboys, fool's gold. Yeah, I don't...
0: Bruce Ellington. Bruce Ellington caught four of eight targets for 37 yards and a touchdown. Oof, everything about
1: that uh, Texans offense looks like fool's gold for the first three quarters, so I'll call this one fool's gold too.
0: All right, Mike Williams played 44 of 82 snaps in week one against the Chief. His, uh, his stat line was, I think... Uh, around 80-something yards or so. I think the guy's just warming up. I think he's a nice little stash, so I'm going to not call his fool's gold. I'm going to give him the dean. Uh, next guy, Devin Funches. What do you think about that? Amalio fool's gold or not?
2: Let's give on the fool's gold.
0: <clears throat> Sorry, Devin. Even with, uh, with Greg out, you're still not worth anything to yeah. us. <laughs> he, he hasn't, if you think about it, Funches hasn't been able to
2: prove much you know it's he's here then he goes disappears shows up and he's just he's not consistent and it's crazy you know having cam newton out there you would think that he'll be putting up monster
0: numbers yeah for sure all right guys moving on so uh APFC, which is the all pro fantasy club uh we have a little take we want to call the commissioner's corner just kind of talk about our league real quick. We'll be brief, briefly this week. We spent a lot of time on wait for wire go today, but um, first thing I guess pretty much the only thing we went eye on is uh is something for our guy. Uh, uh, he goes by the name of Loon. Oof. His squad is a uh, the uh, the Loons Goon Squad. You know, um, it was a uh, it was a pretty tough outing for him, and you know um, we feel for you, Loon. Can, uh, can somebody want to highlight on the players right, he lost we go. this
2: week? Mariota
0: <laughs> hurt. Freeman
2: hurt. Fournette no. hurt. Baldwin hurt. Gordon is he gonna get suspended again? Walker hurt. <laughs> Garcon two point ten. Was he hurt? Was oh. he even playing?
1: Yeah. You know it's a rough week. I think I think Loon's kicker was his second highest scoring player behind Josh Gordon, so uh, it was it was tough. I don't know if these guys were alive when they showed up to the game, but uh, most of them did not put up any vital signs.
0: Yeah, Loon, it's uh, it's looking rough for you, man. But uh, we're yeah. we're not here for you. <laughs> we're here to no. take your hey, money. <laughs> uh, easy, easy. Can you mow that sackle
2: back to Loon
0: already?
1: Yeah. Ouch.
0: Yeah. It's going to be pretty hard to come back from that Loon. I mean, if you could do it, man, it <laughs> hey, could hey, be a Even if
2: I wanted to help the guy out and try to make a trade, it's like, who do you
0: have? Oof. You know, it's like, <laughs> I can't,
2: <laughs> I don't know, maybe, well, maybe maybe, a, maybe we could get him and stash him and put him on IR, but you only have one IR spot, so yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. So it's... Yeah. That's rough, man. I, I'd hate to Ouch. be in your shoes this yeah, week. It's, it's but, more like uh, Loons you know, Gone Squad, you know? There we go. <laughs> oh. On, <laughs> All right, man. Let's let's move on. All right. So uh, next next little segment we have is called Pro Talk. Uh, what we do here with Pro Talk is we basically just give you guys tips. You know, we want you to become uh, a fan- better fantasy football players, and by doing that, I mean, well, by giving you these, you know, little quick tips. You know, our I guess motivation our inspiration, whatever you want to call it. Uh, We're we're hoping we can help you win your fantasy football championship. So um, I'll go for it first. Um, The thing that you need to know, if you want to win a championship, you have to be on the waiver wire every week. I mean, you see how we just went through waiver wire gold? I mean, I think we we went through probably uh, 25 or so players and I mean, we really did our research on everybody, and, and you really got to know the difference between gold and fool's gold. So you've got to play that waiver wire every single week. Even if you think your team's good enough, it's not. It's never good enough. You can always be better. Your bench can always be better. Just remember this and, and take this with yeah, you week to week. I think the
1: other tip to be better, I know I talked about this last week, and this will be the last chance we have to talk about it before we get fully into the season, but The draft is so important. I mean, if you didn't come in a couple weeks ago prepared for your draft, you gotta you gotta look at a few different lists out there. You gotta have some idea of where where guys are going, and you need to have a plan for how you're going to piece a team together. I mean, every year there's guys drafting positions too early. You got guys taking defenses too early. You got guys taking kickers too early. You got guys taking their fourth running back too early. So just have have an idea of who you've already taken. Um, Have an idea, you know. A little bit on how bye weeks are stacking up, but make sure you got a good squad coming into week one so that you don't have to make too many moves going into week two.
2: Yeah, and one of the things that I look at is it's all about your matchups. Is who is playing who, what team, where, what, when, you know, the conditions and everything. You know, it's it's you want to look at, for example, if player A is going against a defense that shut down player B the week before. You have to, you have to always look at that. You know, you don't want to start one of your waiver wire pickups against a top defense. So so you have to look at that. You know, for example, and I'm gonna throw this out to you, I'm gonna help you guys out. Any defense that's going against like the Buffalo Bills, you start automatically. Yeah. You know, it's, it's 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 you you have to look at your magic. You can't just you can't just throw a player out there and say, hey, he's a name. You know, for example, you know, Crowell today goes off against the Lions. OK, next week you have a running back that's going against the Lions. Look at that. You know that, that you always have to look at the defense matchups.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that, guys. Pro talk. And that kind of concludes our show uh, for this week. I mean, well, actually not this week because we have another show coming up for uh, for Thursday. You guys look out for that. That will be where we do our stardom, em, sit them, pick em. And a couple of wild predictions for the week. And, of course, we'll have our uh, Ask Week 17.
1: Yes, sir. Hey, uh, Week 17 podcast is still looking for a sponsor. If you guys are interested, uh, go ahead and head on over to the website. It's week17fantasy.com. You can find the link there.
2: All right, guys, any questions or, or, you know, any thoughts on the program, make sure you log on to week17fantasy.com. Leave us any questions, any any advice that you need. Hit us up, and I guarantee you, you are gonna get the right answers out of all three of us.
0: Yeah, we really want to encourage you guys. Please submit your questions. We want to answer them, definitely. All right, so that concludes the show. Uh, who are you guys picking this week for Thursday night's Man, it's game? A toss up. You know, I think it'll be a, a good test for
2: Mr. Flacco and. Um, I don't know, but it's also a good test for the Bengals. I know they, they went out there and beat the Colts. Uh, I think the the Lions at, at Cincinnati won right now, but, um, man, I'm picking the Ravens by a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I like the Ravens, too, only because I'm hoping that Alex Collins has a big game. I need him to, to turn things around in my fantasy league.
0: Yeah, I'm riding with the Ravens. Um, I feel like they always have the Bengals number. So uh yeah, go, but, yeah and I think Raven. and I think this
1: yeah, I
2: think this game would will would, would kind of start erasing some of the doubt with Flacco if he
0: actually goes out there and wins
2: and goes and gets a gets a an impressive win, you know? Yeah. So And you we'll know see.
0: what, Joe Mixon, I picked you as my bust. And if you really are gonna be good this season, let's see what you do against this Ravens yeah. defense. That's all I gotta say, chump. All right, guys. I'm all out. Right, take it easy. See y'all tomorrow. All right
2: later